You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Pete Weatherburn, good morning from Brave Vet. Good morning, Jack. Good morning. Thanks, thanks for coming in. Um, there's a few, a couple of things. We'll get to the animals, say, in Australia, whatever, in a, in a second. But uh, mm. after Christmas, are there many pets being left back, many dogs? Yeah, um, well, it's interesting. What dogs trust say is that um, January continues to be the busiest month for dogs being surrendered to them. Now, it's still early in January, so I, I don't know what's happened to date, but certainly last year um, they got 189 calls and 47 emails from people who wanted to surrender their dogs. What, what surrendering your dog means is basically getting rid of your dog by passing it on to Dogs Trust. Um, and, you know, Dogs Trust is only one of hundreds of dog rescues around Ireland. So, you know, um, unfortunately what happens is people, um, they get to the new year, the, the little dog that they got at Christmas, they're finding it's more difficult than they thought to look after it, so they want to surrender it. And that's really what happens. Can they be rehomed? Well, you see... People like Dogs Trust are great at rehoming dogs. And, you know, it'd be fabulous if they had loads of space and they could just take in unwanted dogs and pass them out to other people. And, you know, you could say, well, that's fine then. Things have just been rearranged a bit. But, um, you know, um, the end result for the dog is that they get a good home. You could say that, but wouldn't it be far better if people didn't take on dogs that they can't realist realistically look after in the first place. Right, and so it's still, it's still going on. It's, it still goes on, it yeah. still goes on. And there was a terrible story in the news yesterday from, from Cork, I don't know if you saw it, where basically um, the ISPCA rescued eight dogs from a, what they call a hoarding situation in Mallow. Now, um, and that was three Shih Tzus and, and five Bichons. And they all were in terrible physical condition. They all had badly matted coats and they weren't being cared for properly. And this actually highlights the issue of animal hoarding, which I probably have discussed before, Declan. And what it, what animal hoarding is, um, people, who, people who care a lot about animals, um, they take in animals, they rescue them, if you like, and they, they don't have the awareness to realise that they're just not able to look after the animals properly. So you end up... With, so somebody had these eight dogs and I'm sure they cared for them deeply, but they just... They weren't able to manage the grooming and the general physical care that these types of dogs need um, and it's very difficult because the people involved um, they, 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 they don't think they're being cruel um, and it's not it's not like deliberate cruelty at all but there's no doubt that the animals suffer so you have to say that it is inadvertent unintentional mm. cruelty and it's very difficult to help people like this because they um, you know they they, they, they they, they don't see what's wrong. Yeah. Um, it's very hard. You can't say to them... I've heard, be, I've heard it know. about cats as well. It happens, yeah. Animal, animal hoarding is a very significant issue. It's really a psychological, a psychiatric sort of situation more than a, somebody being bad or... But at the end of the day, the, the, the pets are... are been affected across yeah, the, the world. Um, oh gosh, across the world. Declan. I mean, uh, this this oh. Australian thing. Uh, the pictures are harrowing. Um, the I, I the find poor old koalas. You, you see them crying out because they've almost been burnt to death, but they're still alive. I I, uh, I find it almost impossible to even look at this stuff because it's so distressing. Um, 
like at, at the very tip of the iceberg, there was this video of a, a koala running out from the bushes and and coming up to a cyclist who had a water bottle and begging to, to have some water. But that just happens to be the koala that's close to the road, um, close to the cyclist. Imagine there will be millions of koalas and other animals just dying in, in the undergrowth. The estimate that I've seen is that there could be as many as a billion animals, a, a thousand million animals dying in the Australian bush just now. And they say that's that's just um, a small part of the problem too, because what's also happening is that all of the the invertebrates and you know the the, the teeming tiny wildlife, they're also um, being wiped out by by these fires. So it means that the the landscape is going to be just a moonscape by the time it's finished. How and much is of the input of man in this? Well. That's a big question, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, I think it certainly doesn't help that the it seems that the Australian, the new Australian government has a cavalier attitude towards. They were voted in. They voted in for support of the coal industry. So you'd say the Australian population are in support of it too. Yes. Well, I wouldn't say the Australian population. I'd say the. Um, democratic majority of the Australian population it means that there's a, a very significant minority of the Australian population who are outraged at the, the attitude. And I, I mean, I think it's unfortunate that these fires happened so soon after the election. If only it happened before the election, I think there would have been a different outcome. Because there has to be a connection between man-made climate change and what's going on. It's just... So, so the fire people are saying in, yes. in Australia themselves. Yeah. And it's, it's the animal suffering which is, to me, which is um, the, the most devastating. Um, as well as the animal suffering, it's the complete change in the biological nature of Australia. I've heard, heard one commentator being quite cavalier about it, saying, well, we've had mass extinctions before on planet Earth, so this is another one. What's the big deal? Yeah, we're well, next. Yeah, I don't <laughs> agree with that at all. Right, Pete Weatherburn, our vet. Happy New Year to you. Same to you, Declan. Um, Pete is from Brave Vet, which you'll find on O'Connor. The roadworks finished in O'Connor, yeah? They have indeed. Yeah. O'Connor yeah, Avenue is back to normal. Back to again. normal. It's and you can find Pete in there with his cattery and his, uh, and his pet practice and with others in there as well. And, of course, he's got the website, petethevet.com. Thanks very much indeed, Pete. Thank you. Thank you.